friends and freaks. Blackbird, aliens, and fungi. Oh, oh my. my. This week, we explore Chernobyl. Dare, Dare to, to join us? us? waiting to see how long it would take you to I was gonna talk. hit it with a sup I but that's you were your job be a, it's your boy <laughs> it's your boy my yeah. chair is too high hold on pause okay sup guys we're back in Russia this is Tessa I'm Taylor and welcome back to Alt Call It Nation podcast I really feel like a radio host when I talk Sometimes, like, like, when you hit the mic the right way, it does, it makes it feel official. Especially with your clinkety-clunkety ice in that fucking Yeah, that was way too loud. (laughs) My bad. But yeah. You're the one who makes loud noises, so. It's it's just just the spoon. It's just the, it's my turn this time. Or the pimp hand, you know. The pimp hand. Fucking beat the mouth. Or your. The mouse. Your boobs. My boobs. You're not, not boobs. My not boobs. (laughs) non-existent <laughs> chesticles <laughs> I must just said testicles fuck I hit the mouse, <laughs> the mouse. <sighs> right. oh man I need to finish my coffee obviously well tits aside we're doing <laughs> I can't even <laughs> do that yeah, you... <laughs> I don't think you snorted <laughs> Yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> Please just get it out. Nope, nope, nope. Let's stay in. Slice and dice, you know? Nah. Ugh. Slice and dice your face. Go ahead. It's be an improvement. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, this week we are talking about Chernobyl, if you didn't guess, by saying that in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> kind of gave it away, you know? Yes. Um, sometimes we don't, though. Sometimes we, uh... Sometimes we have more clever things that we come up with. We make them wait a little bit, even though it's in the title of the episode, so... But, like, do we read... No. (laughs) So, have you ever seen Chernobyl, the movie? No, I do actually want to watch it, because I think it would be really... I think it looks good. Like, the movie or the series? I didn't know there was a series. I only knew there was a movie. The movie's scary? Oh, fuck. Never mind. You thought, I think you're thinking about the TV show. Maybe. It's on HBO. Maybe. It's like a... Is it the diaries? The Chernobyl diaries? There is something called the Chernobyl diaries, but I don't really know what that is. But, like, the one that I'm talking about is just Chernobyl. Oh. Can't do it. <laughs> you see how sad my face got? <laughs> um... But that goes into, like, the history of the disaster, and I think kind of, like, the politics oh, gotcha. of it and everything. I don't know. I haven't actually watched it. I really wanted to, but then we got rid of HBO Max. She's very sad. Can you tell? Yeah. She's very... She's not, she's not mad. She's just disappointed. <laughs> if only it wasn't $15 a month. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I've only ever had HBO, like, when I had it for free. Other than that, I can just fuck off. I don't really care that much. Then why is your bill, like, $200 a month? We, 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 won't, we won't even get into it. It's just fucking, it's disgusting. That's what it is. No, what? No, now I'm curious, because I was thinking you still had, like, all the shit. No, I have nothing. What? How do I you? nothing. I'm confused. Well, I do still have a house phone, so that's adding, like, a good bit. Um, I have my internet. Which... This bitch spelled my name wrong. How do you spell Tessa wrong? She only spelled it with one S. Oh, that's good. She was just being lazy. Did she spell my name wrong? Probably. Yeah. I mean, no. It's all fucked up. It's wrong. Fuck you, Starbucks She spelled it with an IR. Who just stared at me after I ordered my drink. At least she knew what you wanted. Yeah, but like... She literally just stared at me. It was so uncomfortable. Did you see her? 
No, I was staring at the board because I was really stressed Bro, out and I, I didn't or- know what I wanted. I ordered my drink and she literally just stood there and was like, Ew. Yeah, she literally was just staring at me, and I was just stared back for a little bit, and I was like... That's when you give, you hit him with the it. flinch, like, what? <laughs> Bitch? You're like, like, I was like, pop your chest I like, out. Did I, did I answer wrong, or something? <laughs> anyway, we've been talking a lot about nonsense, so... <laughs> so, to the nitty-gritty, as most of you know, Chernobyl was the site of the nuclear disaster that happened in April of 86. Yes, April 26, 1986. Yeah. And Reactor number four. Yeah. So, like, so I took these notes before you decided that we weren't going that much into the history. Well, I mean, like, I this took whole page is history. me. But I just felt like a brief overview of yeah. the history was good. So, it... Chernobyl is located in Ukraine. And Present day Ukraine. I don't know. Was it the Ukraine then? No. So you. So the Ukraine was the Ukraine. Ukraine was part of the US. Soviet Union yeah. at this time, and so like it's in modern day Ukraine. Yes, and it is about twenty kilometers from the Belarus border mm-hmm. and so the reactors that were built the four there were four nuclear reactors the first two were built between 1970 and 1977 and then units three and four which are kind of like the bad ones were built in 1983 yeah and that part confused me how do you make ones that are fine and then the, your second go-round, when you've already done, like, a decent job on the first two, those are the ones that you fuck up? Honestly, I don't think they actually fucked them up. I think it was just, like, it could have happened to any of the reactors, but for some reason it was just number four that... Well, what I read well, about it was they were doing this, the simulated power outage, mm-hmm. because there was known issues with reactors numbers three and four. They were doing this to ensure that, like, everything was okay and they had backup plans for if a power failure happened. Like, that mm, one, and two, one and two were okay, but it was those second two that they had built that, like, had the issues okay. that they I, were testing to try to resolve. I didn't read that it was um, because that there were issues. It was, like, everything I read, it said that it was just, like, a routine test. Mm-hmm. And everything, but the reason it went wrong was because there was, like, a lack of communication and, like, safety protocols weren't followed very well. And not to mention that on, like, despite all those things, the design of the reactors, all four of them, were, like, a new design. Mm. Like, those, like, these reactors were, like, the first built with that design. Yeah. And it was, they were, it was, like, a different than... Damn. What, what like, they ever, before. like, attempted to do before. So, like, I think that also caused some issues. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would hate to be the engineer or whoever that came up with an idea for a new idea for any type of, like, nuclear anything. Because, okay, that fucked up. Yup. Oh, shit, that's my fault. Like, well, so the design still exists. It's just they greatly improved it. I would hope. I, so would I. I don't want this to be a thing anywhere else. Yeah. But the reason that they, like, created this new design, I think, is because of how much money the Soviet Union then, like, decided to dump into, like, nuclear, um... Power. And yeah, like, stuff. nuclear power and, like... Weaponry. And... Yeah, like, all that stuff after, um, like, the Cold War. Yeah. And that fun stuff. So... It was built in, like, a, like, kind of secluded area. It was originally an area with very low population, Mm -hmm. but with the nuclear power plant of Chernobyl, they built a city. Next to it. Yeah, like, three kilometers away to house the workers and their families. 
And like, it was a lot of jobs. Like, good on you. That part's cool. But at the same time, also, like, there's a reason those things are, like, try- attempted to, to yeah, isolated for this situation. Yeah. So, it ends up being in that city, there were 49,000 residents at the time of the accident. And then there was another town, um, Chernobyl. That had, it was about 15 kilometers from the site, and that had 12,500 residents. So within a 30-kilometer radius from the nuclear plant, there was a total population between 115,000 and 135,000 people. So... So what happened on April 26th was that this routine testing was happening around 1.30 in the morning. And there was um, steam buildup in reactor 4, which caused pressure to pretty much blow the roof off. And then a second explosion caused a fire on the roof of reactor number 3. Yeah. And these explosions released 400 times more radiation than the Hiroshima atomic bomb. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Well, and also, like, because of the fires, that put the the radioactive materials, it made them airborne. Mm -hmm. That heating process, like, put those particles in the air, and then that was then rained down in your surrounding areas like mm-hmm. this affected places as far as like western europe and yep like minimally compared to your your close inhabitants but like that's so that's so scary can you imagine like just radioactive rain like they talk about oh acid rain like whatever you have to get a permit here in pa to collect rainwater for your home like fucking radioactive rain though my tattoos would get all fucked up. It'd be very sad. Yes. That would be the worst outcome from radioactive rain. For sure. Yes. <laughs> so it took nearly two weeks to extinguish the fire, and they used sand, lead, and nitrogen. Yeah. And they decided not to, like, tell anyone yeah didn't it take them a couple days to like let yes. everybody know like hey yeah by the way um and that was only because leaders in sweden confronted them and was like yeah so um there's workers in a nuclear plant that we have in stockholm that are picking up really high radiation levels coming from uh you guys, what's going on? What are you doing up there? Hey, bud. What's happening? And that's when they decided to release, the Soviet government decided to release a statement saying that uh, that this happened. I like how it took them, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Like, mm, okay, I get, we'll tell our people. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know what they told them, though? Like, the people they evacuated? Or... The people that were, like, there, and so this part I thought was really funny, and the workers that they had come in to help with, like, putting the sand and everything on them, they told them that vodka (laughs) would, like, negate the negative effects of, yeah like, Mm -hmm. radioactive poisoning. Yeah, I remember hearing that, or reading that. Like, the soldiers that they sent in because the radiation was so bad. That yeah, they'd, like, broke. chug a bottle of vodka and then run in. It fucking and broke set themselves the on robots. Fire. Like, it broke the robots that they had, like, trying to clean this shit. Oh. Wait, they were dumping vodka on? No, no. They weren't dumping vodka on the robots. The radiation, like, made the oh, robots yeah. that they were using malfunction. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. when they got their their soldiers oh okay yeah they i kicked get out their soldiers and called them liquidators and we're just like hey if you drink some vodka like you're fine it'll be okay oh your stomach hurts 
have some more vodka. You're fine. <laughs> Two minutes in, man. That's all you got to do. So they would take shots of vodka and go in and shovel the sand and everything else, trying to help contain this, get the fires out and everything else. Obviously, a number of them died. Vodka does not help with radiation poisoning. No. No. It does not. <laughs> Maybe you don't notice it as much because you're drunk. <laughs> it's not saving you. That part, I read that. I was like, wait, wait, wait. What? They told them this? Yeah. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. I'm like, is that why Russians like love vodka so much? I feel like that happened before this, though. I feel like they just always loved vodka. Well, I mean, you make some of the best vodka. Like, I can't not love it. So, I, I just think that that's asinine. <laughs> like, I get it. In, like, times of stress like that, especially something so big, I feel like a lot of people are going to cling to something that's like, okay, it's not the end of the world. It's not doomsday. Like, yeah. this will help me. Like, I'll be safe. Mm-hmm. No, you weren't safe. Not, not at all. Um, so they released that statement on April 28th. Mm-hmm. On April 27th, the day before, is when they decided to evacuate the residents yeah. in the surrounding cities and, like, villages. Which is a full day after. Yeah. I mean, like, what was their game plan? Was it just, like, oh, okay, like... They're going to die anyway. Let's not stress everybody else out. Just let them, like, they're going to die quickly because they're so close to it. Like I, don't, I have I don't no idea. I don't know the mindset of the government. Like, avoid mass At panic this... by killing thousands. Thousands, yeah. Mm. I have no idea. But they, it. they started these evacuations on April 27th. And they told most of the people that they would only be gone a few days. Yeah, but you damn well know, like... So, almost everyone didn't... They left, like, practically all of their stuff behind. Mm -hmm. They weren't... Like, I get that you don't want mass panic, but you also want your people to be prepared to leave. Yeah, like, this hey, your life, like, it's done here. Yeah. I'm not coming back. This is going to be sectioned off for, like, thousands of years. We're not going to fuck with this little zone here. It's gone. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Natasha, don't worry about your good dresses. Just leave them. They're all right. They're covered in radiation anyway. (laughs) So, two operators died during the initial explosions. And then 28 more people died within um the following like couple of weeks from acute radiation exposure but it's so it's not like a clear number obviously but it's between like 4000 and 10000 were believed to be exposed to levels high enough that um caused them to like succumb to cancer yeah which, to me... Eventually in their life. I feel like it's bullshit. I feel like that number was lowballed so much. because Between the rains and everything else, I feel like they were just like, oh, nope, our bad, but, like, not our bad. It's not that awful. Yeah, like, only 10,000 out of over 100? That's not that bad. Yeah. Still really bad. Fuck. Yeah. On... <laughs> so... I think that's all I wrote for the uh, the history of the actual disaster to try to keep it short and sweet. Yeah, so this it's an ongoing effort though. Like there's there was all the immediate cleanup and stuff, but mm-hmm. there's also like they don't expect to have this cleaned up in the way that they it needs to be until 2065. Yeah. That's the expected like okay, we've done everything that we can do, done with it. Now it's just a matter of, like, letting nature run its course with it, the rate of decay, like, just Mm -hmm. hitting that, like, half-life and the rest of it until the radiation's gone. And they also, they put the, did you read about the sarcophagus? Yes. 
Yeah, which I didn't understand 100%. Like, I got the gist of it, but I couldn't envision it because you think, like, a nuclear plant, huge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fucking gigantic. They basically put, like, a really thick concrete thing over top of it, like Mm -hmm. a tomb. Yeah. And, yeah, they did that, like, shortly after the, like, disaster. But then they built a new, like, a new and improved one. Yeah, because there was shit leaking out Yeah, of it. and, um, I don't remember, I think, like, 2016, like, it was, like, yeah, very it was recent. recent, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's part of the cleanup stuff, and, like, trying to just, like, keep it as minimal as possible as far as, like, future exposure and, like, seepage. But, yeah, it was all kind of, like, I don't know, I feel like for what happened... They really kind of, like, tried to brush it under the rug. It was not a big deal. Oh, no, they definitely did. A hundred percent. They definitely did. Like, I, two huge-ass explosions at a nuclear power plant, and they were like, oh, well, that happened. Yeah, no, no biggies. Yeah. It's fine. We just put a con- we're taking care of it. We'll put a concrete tomb over it, and it'll be good. Nobody will know. Yeah. Just throw some sand on that. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some vodka and throw some sand on it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that part fucking blew my mind. But, so, with this, uh, just a little bit more, like, facts about it. From 1986 to 1990, approximately 350 grossly deformed animals were reported. Yeah, I saw a picture of one that it's... They have it in the museum! Yeah, it call, they called it a piglet. Yeah. You would not know it was a piglet. But it definitely looked like it had the face of a dog. Yeah, it looked and like then, it had sharp teeth. Um, like furry tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> it's um forgive me because I don't know how to say this word. A dipigus dip Oh just So a dipigus piglet is found. It has like what does that word mean? I should have just... I mean, die means two, so I'm assuming it's, like, a super fucked up, like, Siamese twin, because, like, you can see it has four ears, it has another little piglet snout off the back of its head. Oh, see, I didn't look that in that much at oh, it, because it... I scrutinized this picture. It has two little legs sticking out of what I would consider its back, um, and then, like, where normal-ish legs would be, and then it's the back end of it was just fucked like there was nothing it looked like it got blown off with a shotgun yeah so that end like you couldn't really tell what was what with it but there's just there's a lot of extra parts um so prior to this happening for like the the five years before this so 81 to 86 there were only three reported grossly deformed animals so as much as they want to sit there and say, like, no, like, yeah, there's a little fallout, sure. Like, no, like, this really, really affected a lot of stuff. And even the more minor ones, like, that's an extreme case. That piglet was fucked up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it is, it's on display in the um, Chernobyl Museum. I forget exactly what it's called. Mm-hmm. But I would love to go there. I think it looks super cool. But, um... Yeah, it's on display there. They have it mummified, I believe, or it's a model of it. It looks super cool. We'll probably post pictures of it yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Because I liked it. But, yeah, so that, that went on with it. They've, like, done a lot of studies with the animals. So, birds, they're finding smaller, like, common birds, I guess, it affected the most with, like, tumors their beaks being messed up their Mm -hmm. feathers not growing correctly like their flight feathers not coming in where they're supposed to um smaller brains and lower like brood counts okay so they don't have as many babies their brains are smaller um animals same thing like that first generation that interacted with all of this it was much smaller like, litter amounts, um, and there was a ton, like, pets were left. You weren't allowed to bring your pets. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. During the evacuations, I wasn't going to get into it. Sorry. Until a little bit later. But during the evacuations, if you had a dog, you couldn't take it with you. And guess then what they did to the dogs? Do you know? I know that it said a lot of them ran after the buses and they were like... You didn't actually read... No, I didn't want to get into it. It's sad. So, what they did with these dogs is they sent in Soviet soldiers to uh, shoot them. Because they didn't want them to... Breed mutant puppies. And, um, like, stray. Like, go travel from the exclusion zone to spread radiation. Which was the whole point of them not... Like, families not being able to take them in the first place. Yeah. Um, thankfully, some of them were able to, like, hide and survive. But a majority of of them... Yeah. But the majority of, like, the family dogs that were left behind were shot by Soviet soldiers. Imagine, like, I'm sorry, but if, like, my whoever, I don't know, like, titles. But if someone was like, yeah, you gotta go shoot some dogs, I'd be like, (laughs) no. I mean, there were people that were like, yeah, if you give me a bottle of vodka a week, I'll go throw sand into the fucking (laughs) reactor sure i don't know if they volunteered or were voluntold but it's russia i feel like there wasn't a lot of room to say no i still would her ass would run away she'd be like no i'm doing the dogs in the nuclear ways yeah turn into a fucking wrong turn looking (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) well life the mutants in those movies seem to have a happy life it's the people that (laughs) encounter them that don't all i could think about was the twins ew stop in the second one (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm just gonna go ahead and talk more about these dogs okay because they're let's hear it make me sad or no i'm over all the bad or sad parts okay i'm done with that currently there's about a thousand stray dogs that live in this exclusion zone. So I first looked into this because it said that there's evidence of dogs, of these dogs breeding with wolves mm-hmm. in the area. But I couldn't, but then I couldn't find like what the evidence was. Yeah. It would just say like, oh, there's evidence. And I'm like, well, what's the evidence? You Give me your sources. Yeah. You need to explain to me what the evidence is so I can actually believe it or not. Um, but they w- look wolf-like, apparently, which they they I mean, do. They're kind of like undomesticating on their own, like yeah. Well, have you ever to. seen like a wolf dog hybrid? Yeah. Like they look like that. Like they do look like it. Yeah. So I like agree. I, I saw a couple yeah. pictures. I saw a picture of puppies, and I was like, oh my god, I want one. Yeah. And they have like puppies up for adoption, like or they did at some point. Yeah. From the from there. Yeah, because they somehow, like... I don't care how cute you are. I don't want one of them. I, apparently, they weren't, um... Radioactive? Yeah. Eh. Vodka also <laughs> negates the effects of... Yeah, they just wash these radiation. dogs in vodka. Yeah. And good to go. Yeah. No, it... Um... That. Yeah, some organization, like, rescued puppies from the exclusion zone, and... I guess they did it, like, or maybe they rescued the mom, and then the babies were born, like, outside of the exclusion zone. I didn't look into it that much, because I was like, I'm gonna want want one of these puppies, and that's not happening, so. Well, that was one of the other things. Apparently, like, they, a lot of the animals that come through here, like, hold more, like, have more radiation in them without it having necessarily, like, negative effects. Pigs mm-hmm. were a big one on that. Like, well, a lot of these dogs don't have like they're not mutated yeah. in any way. They're not um, like they're not in bad shape, like ill health. Like they don't. Yeah, like they're like adapting to it. Yeah, that's how I. That's mm-hmm. how I read it was like the different chemicals that the rate they can tell whether you've been exposed to radiation mm-hmm. it's like okay we were born into this our parents were born into this and their parents like dealt with it happening to them yeah 
here's the line and how it's gone down. Now we can handle this much radiation within our body, elevating these things within us mm-hmm. to so much versus like our, our ancestor dogs would have been dead on the spot with this kind of yeah level. So that part I do think is kind of cool. Like the way that it's evolved them mm-hmm. might be a little scary. Cause we could have some crazy like mutant, creatures from it at some point but if it for happens, now it's okay it happens. i don't live there so i don't have to really worry about it there's a big ass pond lake ocean <laughs> jesus there's a big ass ocean between us so <laughs> golden so there are guards that work like within the exclusion zone because there's numerous amounts of people who, like, go there to just, like, fuck around. They're called, um, disaster tourists. Yeah. And I like that phrase. I would be. Yeah. Same. Would do it. Yeah. Same. I want to go to Chernobyl and see these dogs. I don't want to, no, I don't want to see the dogs because I, I feel like you feel like I would want to take one home. Like, yeah. Oh, you poor, poor baby. Like, you're stuck out here in this wasteland. Let me just take you home and love you. Yeah. They, so these guards were hired to um, kind of, like, maintain the area and also make sure that there's no one illegally entering. Yeah. And they, uh, like, some of these guards have formed close relationships with some of the dogs. Aww. Like, they've even named a lot of them. Like, they're, so some of the names, <laughs> it's so cute, some of the names Alpha, Tarzan, Sausage. Sausage. Aww. Which is <laughs> because she's a short and fat dog. Oh and I God. saw a picture of her and she was so cute. She lays on like the um heating pipes during mm-hmm. the winter to stay warm. She is so cute. That does sound adorable. And then another one's name is Arca, and she is not one of the dogs that like really she's not friendly. Like, yeah. she's one of the more, like, wi- like feral mm-hmm. of the stray, while, like, Alpha, Tarzan, and Sausage, like, they're all... They're cool with the they, Yeah, they're, like, more domesticated. They'll, like, legitimately spend time with these guards. Like, there's, um... Obviously, there's, like, station posts for these guards and everything. And there, uh, there's, um, like, other groups of dogs that would, like, just, like hang out around them Mm -hmm. to be close to these guards and some of them even like if they hear a noise see like a wild animal like whatever they'll bark and they'll like alert them yeah and like there's some guards who are able to detect different types of barks that come from these dogs depending on if it's a person if it's a wild animal yeah like they can tell the tone like a vehicle yeah Maybe it's like uh, they're getting mutated by being there, and this is a new superpower they're evolving to. You never know. Wait, the guards? Yeah. Okay. Maybe no, the dogs are learning to speak in tones. You never. Anything's fucking possible. It's true. <laughs> true. I mean, the fucking blob showed up here, so. The blob? Yeah. I didn't read about that one. There's fucking... So, there's this black lava that came from the fires and the nuclear particles and everything. And it, like... They're assuming that it just ate a lot of, like, concrete and dissolved a lot of that kind of stuff. And that's why it's black colored. But it... It, it, it doesn't move, like, at its own will. It goes with, like, gravity and stuff like that and, like, paths of least resistance. But it just kind of spurted out from under the reactor, number four. Uh-huh. And they called it the elephant foot. Elephant's foot. And, yeah. It's, it is just a big old blob of radioactive lava. That's fun. Yeah. I don't know if somebody got into it or what, but it And became the Joker? Maybe. But um, they figured out that it would take five minutes for it to, like, absorb you, basically. 
and it would it was described as a gruesome death where you were being slowly dissolved but that you would be like stuck in it so you couldn't leave yeah that was one of like the creepy things that i found looking up that's awful right right apparently that's now trapped in the lower levels underneath of the sarcophagus but that's good yeah so like if we ever go there and we decide like hey let's go break into the sarcophagus i don't think we would but if we would decide to let's not go to the lower levels because i don't want to accidentally get sucked into the elephant's foot i'm good yeah i I would i wouldn't want that either another less creepy thing in the exclusion zone i say less creepy as if like it's at all creepy um so it's illegal to live in the exclusion zone however there are are between 150 and 200 local residents who returned to their villages. Yeah. They decided, they were just like, well, fuck you guys. We don't have anywhere else to go. You told me I was going back home. Yeah, like, you literally just, like, made me leave my home unprepared and, like, with zero information. So we're gonna go back. Yeah. Most of them are elderly women who are known as Chernobyl's babushkas oh that's kind of cute actually it is very cute but there's also like the one article i read um interviewed it was like two different older men who one at the time of the interview he was like 90 years old damn good for him yeah and like his daughter would she didn't live like i don't think she lived in the exclusion zone but she would go to his house like every weekend Mm-hmm. Or something to help him with, like, cleaning the house and, like, she would bring him food. Yeah. And stuff like that. There was other, there were, fa- like, there's families who lived here mm-hmm. or live here with, like, small children. And these children would go to school. And the school was, like, the one place that they were able to get, like, sa- like 100% safe food. Yeah. And the school stopped providing food, stopped providing lunch. And there were, like, stories of children, like, passing out. And, like, these kids, because, like, they wouldn't eat, like, they would barely eat at home. And then, like, lunch was, like, usually, like, their one, like, big meal. Like, yes, we get to eat, like, good, solid, like, safe food. Not radioactive food. Yeah. Like, because other than that, they would, like, forage in the woods for, like, berries and shit. Yeah, that were radioactive. Yeah. And then they would, like, fish and get, like, frankenfish and eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was another thing that I, I liked. I thought it was cute. It's sad, but the uh, the babushkas. Okay. Not frankenfish. The kids starving <laughs> no. in, the, in the school. I'm like, I don't know if I would call that cute, per se. Yeah, that was bad timing. But, uh... I just meant the whole, uh, babushkas. And, like, people, like, going back to, like, their homes. Yeah. Like, it's sad, but it's also, like... They have that attachment to it. Yeah. it's hard. That had to be hard for those people. Mm -hmm. Like, it really did. Bam. And there's, like, there's, of course, ghost stories and stuff from the places like which obviously some of those do come from the people that did return like others Mm -hmm. um there was a nuclear physicist from america that went over Mm -hmm. to help with this andre karsikov Mm -hmm. i don't know if i said that right but close enough he went to help investigate and assist with like cleanup and like maintaining the containment of of the radiation stuff. And he actually went not too long after this happened. I think it was within, like, the first two years. And he said that he heard someone screaming from behind the sarcophagus doors mm-hmm. for help. They they needed rescue. There was a fire. He could hear them screaming through these doors. And he went, like, talked to the people, like, it's like, hey, like, there's somebody in there. They're screaming for help. And basically was just told, no, you need, like, Yeah, this, there's this, literally this. no way that there would be anyone in there. Correct. And it was all on camera. Like, there's no way that you 
could have missed somebody going in or out of there, and no one went in. Um, so I thought that one was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Just because... Did you... It was the, um... It was that same guy. He was then, later that day, it was he... Him and, like, a colleague, because they both went over together. Mm-hmm. Um... They were eating dinner, and they saw, like, a light. They saw a light, um, like, above, somewhere near reactor number four, mm-hmm. like, come on. And his colleague was like, oh, it just must have been, like, a power surge, whatever. Yeah. And right when he said that, the power where they w- were, the power went out. Yeah. Like, immediately after he said that. Yeah, that's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, but that was really the only ghost story that I could find. Yeah, that was like the only solid one. ghost story. So I was a little disappointed. Everything else, like the dolls and stuff, like they're cool but easily explained away. I think. Yeah, what I read was that it was it's most likely disaster tourists. Yes. Who go there and they leave these creepy looking dolls on like windowsills and beds, kind of as like um like to honor yeah the people who live there. Which I think that's very sweet. I also could easily see that being for, like, aesthetic purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going here, I want to take these photos. And yeah. it's it's cool, but it could be cooler. Let me throw a creepy baby doll in, like, the, the shell of this bed frame. Yeah. Because, like, you see those pictures everywhere. If you mm-hmm. look up, like, you get the same type of picture over and over and over. Yeah. And, like, they're all very neat to look at. But they do, they have a staged feeling about them. Yeah. So, I definitely, I agree. I think that that one is 100% just, like, people bringing stuff in and dropping it off. Whether it's, like, as a tribute, like, to honor. Or if it's just, like, I really want to take a cool picture of this space. Um, There was one, I have no idea if this is legit or not. But I read it and I just thought that it was so sweet. So, as we discussed, they did not tell people at first that this happened, that this nuclear... Mm-hmm. Yes, it took them, like, two days. On. So, there was... There's um, a Reddit user, user named Creepy Jake, who, I guess, was speaking to somebody named Yuri, um, and he wanted to get his story out there because he thought it was a really nice story, so he posted it to Reddit... Yuri was part of a musical troupe that went, was just traveling throughout the USSR at the time, and they went through, like, a checkpoint, not realizing, because no one had been told at this point, that they were entering into an exclusion zone. This was a quarantined area, like, they could tell something was wrong, Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, the soldiers that let them go into this town weren't allowed to discuss it if they were even fully aware of it at this point. So they go in. He's part of this music troupe. He is... Like, they realize pretty quickly. There's kids that don't have hair. They have no teeth. Like, there's obviously something wrong. And they were there for a little bit, according to this story. And they started getting sick and feeling the effects of it. When they realize, like, this is end times, like, they're all gonna die, like, there's no, there's no way around it. Um, they put on one last performance, and there was a ballerina with their group, and what he described was that she danced knowing it was her last dance, and she let her hair down, and as she was dancing, you could see her hair falling out strands of her hair just going in the wind as she danced for the village and all the musicians played their best that they've ever played and by the end of it her nose was bleeding and she looked like death incarnate basically and said all of the children went and got flowers for them for this group in the town and there was a power surge and all the power went out and said the children as well as the flowers were glowing in the dark because I guess they had had that much exposure, which like, I don't, again, I don't know if this is a real story, a real account, anything like that. Um, 
but it's still I a nice did, story. Yeah, yeah, like I thought it was very sweet and like very, very well put. Yeah. Um, when that went on, he fled after that performance. The the man who's recounting this story, Yuri, he fled. He went out a window because they were quarantined here. They weren't allowed to leave once they got in. They couldn't get out. Uh, that's. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the end, he said that he fled through a window, stole a car, and a soldier spotted him on his way out, running on foot before he could get to a car, trying not to be noticed. And it was in the in the little story. It said that they made eye contact, and he just the soldier gave him a sad look, and nodded, and turned back around. Aww. And he just fled. Um, and that's where he met this user, Creepy Jake, in, like, a cafe or something a few years later where he was, he's now blind. Um, and he does have a number of other health problems due to the radiation exposure. So, if that's true, like, super cute. If it's not, like, a beautiful story, like, a yeah, very nice like... way of of bringing that that up and, like, talking about it. I thought it was a really, really, like, sad, cute, bittersweet mm-hmm. story. Do we want to get into a conspiracy theories? Yeah. Or one of our favorite things? Hit me with it. Okay. So, whenever there's a nuclear disaster, of course there's going to be several conspiracy theories that come with it. Always. I am only going to talk about three. But they're my, uh, well, okay. Two of them I like. The third one kind of sucks <laughs> it's kind of boring so let's just start with that one so the first one which is pretty obvious government cover-up so the soviet government supposedly bought this so it's pretty much a like missile radio detector yeah it's a, it's a missile radar detector like yes it's to... it, but it was like I guess it, lo- I don't know, looked like a radio or whatever. The one thing I said, like, or the one thing I read, like, called it a radio. Yeah. Like, a missile detector radio. So, its formal name was a Duga 3, but it was nicknamed the Russian Woodpecker because of a really loud tapping noise it made yeah. when... I guess all the time? Was it all the time? Or yeah. is it what? Okay. I think it yeah. was all the time. Like whenever it was running. Like, yeah. So, this thing was very, very expensive. Yeah. But, like we said already earlier, Soviet Union went like all out after the Cold War and like put so much money into. They're like, yeah, the next the, time we get into a passive aggressive fight with somebody, they're going to well, be scared. Yeah. Yeah, but guess what? You fucked it up, and then apparently you fucking had a nuclear reactor blow up to try to cover it. Yeah. We're real scared now. Yeah, so it's believed that this failed and did not work because of the Aurora Borealis, like, somehow interfered with the, um... With the signals. With the signals, yeah. So, instead of just... Being like, ah, shit, we fucked up and thought this was going to work and it doesn't. They d- fucking blew up part of the country yeah, <laughs> to cover... infected a to, lot of and, people. Yeah. To mm-hmm. cover it up. Not, not, a, not an even trade. Like... I guess that would kind of make sense for, like, why they would... Why it took them so long to, like, tell anyone... Like, if this was true, I bet they would be like, okay, we're just going to cause this, like, this, this like, little this little incident yep. um, just to cover up that this, like, like, oh, shit, we've spent so much money into this thing, but now it got destroyed. Like, accidentally burn your facility to the ground or something. You know what I mean? Like, don't fucking... Like, just, like, I don't know, like, drop something on it or, like, tip it out. I don't know how big this thing is, but, like... I feel like they probably needed, like, all the stuff, like, destroyed with it, Tip it too. over. I don't know. <laughs> like a cat just... Yeah. You know. Knock it off the table. Like, just do something else other than... Blow up a nuclear plant. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it would kind of make sense why they didn't say anything like make a statement because they were like okay we're planning this we're doing this it's just gonna be a little tiny thing and then like it ended up being bigger and they were like oh shit that was that was was so much worse than we expected (laughs) yeah fuck um we got we still got this we still got this no one no one needs to know yeah just tell everybody to drink more vodka it's fine so (laughs) one of one of the more ridiculous ones (laughs) And another one is one that's been briefly talked about in one of our past episodes, the Blackbird of Chernobyl, yep. which has um, a lot of similarities to Mothman. Yeah. Might be Mothman's cousin, brother. I, no, I'm feeling, Or it might be Mothman. I'm feeling like it's Mothman. Like, I really am. A large black winged creature with red eyes was reported there were numerous sightings of this thing yep right before this happened but apparently it didn't have a head maybe they were drunk maybe they already had radiation poisoning <laughs> we don't know yeah so the how uh, do you have eyes with no head bro i don't fucking know it apparently the workers Chern- chernobyl workers saw this and described it as head a headless large-winged black creature with Wow, that's redundant. With no head, but is that what headless means? But what? but with fire red eyes. Yeah, maybe it's like antenna. Just <laughs> <laughs> looks like that. Uh, yeah, hash slinging slasher. <laughs> the hash bringing slasher. But yeah, no, I definitely feel like this is Mothman. Yeah, so witnesses would suffer headaches, they would have bad dreams, and some even experienced um, strange phone calls with no one else on, like, the other end, but, like, they could hear, like, noises. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Mothman, like, fucking shows up, and it's just, like, the harbinger of doom and death. Mm-hmm. Fucking bridge collapse over here, you go to fucking Russia, and boom, a nuclear, nuclear plant explosion. Yep. And another thing that these, that those have in common, Mothman was, like, seen at, like, the, um, the like, TNT, the yeah. old ammunition plant from World War Two. And there were also UFO sightings. And with Mothman, there were men in black. And, uh... Some uh, possible sightings of things flying in the sky. I'm telling you, man. Like, maybe Mothman's just an alien. That's what I think. Maybe Mothman's just an alien, and he's got a weird spacesuit, and like maybe their gravity's less, so they put like wings on it so that they could easily get back. So, the third theory has to do with aliens. Of course. If no one I'm excited to hear that. about this one. I purposely did not look into this one because I wanted you to shock me. Yeah, and then you told and then you told me that and I'm like, damn, I did not take enough notes for oh, shock factor. Totally fine. But it's believed that aliens actually helped contain the nuclear disaster because the like projected result, like outcome fallout. Mm-hmm was estimated to be much higher than it actually was. And there's not really any reason, like, why it wasn't as bad as they thought it would be, because it's really fucking bad, no matter what. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you think about, like, you think about how much more radiation was released here compared to, and, like, I know that it's, it's different. Like, we dropped a bomb on Hiroshima and those places that, like, instantly vaporized people. So it's a it's a different, like, form. It's a different explosion, different, like, mm-hmm. chemicals in there. But still, like, your base is that nuclear waste, which in my mind, that's, like, instant death. Mm-hmm. Just, like, if it's out of containment, like, you get anywhere near it, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So that part kind of threw me off. So 
I actually, I kind of, I'm kind of here for it. Maybe yes. they put like some alien dome over top of it. So, witness, and it's several witnesses saw what looked like a flying saucer okay. hovering above reactor number four the same night of the incident for like six hours. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Because I mean, what else would that be? I'm sure there was smoke and stuff, but, like, you're not... How is everyone just, like, hallucinating a giant-ass thing in the sky? Yeah, I agree with that. Hmm. First, and, like, for that long. It's not, like, one of those, like, blip, it's here and it's gone. Did I even see it? Yeah. Like, no, this is a consistent thing that's there. And then another... So later on... September 16th, 1989, there was, like, another, um, slight radiation leak from Chernobyl, Mm -hmm. because they just put a slab of concrete on top of it and expected it to be fine. Yeah. While the first two reactors are still operating. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah, they were, like, unfazed by this whole thing. I I wouldn't say unfazed, but (laughs) the people operating them were just like, let them go it's fine (laughs) eventually they'll blow up too but like we'll probably be dead from radiation poisoning by then yeah i meant that there was no explosions with the first two so september 16th 1989 there was another radiation leak from chernobyl and a very like almost identical sighting of a flying saucer in the air near Chernobyl was reported. Yeah, weird. They're trying to help, man. Yeah. They're trying to help. Trying to help. So maybe Mothman is an alien kind of just like scouts out things on Earth and uh looks for like the real bad, bad shit. shit. Yeah. And is like alerts his other people and is like come come. Come yeah. We can't save the humans from this happening, but we can try, try to help. Yes. Once it's done. Yeah. Hmm. I'm here for it. Maybe they're here for the fungus. Maybe, yeah. I was uh I was gonna ask about the fungus because you never you didn't actually get into it and yeah. I'm I'm intrigued by the fungus. So they found fungus in the I guess it started in the the pools that actually, like, cool the reactors down. Mm-hmm. That, obviously, like, the ones that are in the sarcophagus with reactor four aren't really being used anymore because that one went kapoom. Kapoom. Kaboom. <laughs> Dumb. I thought you were going to say kaput. <laughs> it broke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this fungus thrives on the radioactive waste like it eats it it is eating it is it eating it it's eating it which is mind-blowing because one it had to adapt that quickly two funguses the way that they like most of them the way that they like grow and all that shit they absorb those things much faster than others so they're like more prone to dying from it Mm -hmm. um but this whatever particular type of mushroom fungus that this is adapted so rapidly to it that now it uses um melanin to just absorb it maybe the aliens dropped a little something something down there maybe that's the containment that the aliens gave us maybe they're mushroom spores from outer space yes and now the radiation didn't go anywhere else because it was being absorbed right at the scene how else would it have gotten in there it's the only explanation aliens it's aliens actually i kind of dig it like i'm kind of liking what we're coming up with here (laughs) So, um, full circle, though, for the fungus, mm-hmm. NASA's now taking it to space again, where we're believing it came from. Uh-huh. 
they're growing it in space, and it apparently grows really well in space. So, Shocking. Oh my goodness. All this supporting evidence. Aliens gave us this fungus. This fungus is among us. <laughs> um, yeah, so now they're using it in... They're going to attempt to use it in spacecrafts and space travel for essentially what it boils down to is just an astronaut sunscreen because once you get out of the protective bubble that is like our atmosphere on mm-hmm. earth you are exposed to a lot more radiation mm-hmm. um so they go up there and like their suits are designed to protect them from a lot of it like their ships are designed to protect them from a lot of it but it's not perfect and they do get a lot of radiation exposure while up there um so this is it's gonna be the new sunscreen spf 2000 fuck yeah no i want them to call it spf number four because it came out (laughs) of the reactor number four it's like mambo number five (laughs) spf number four um so yeah i thought that that part was super cool like no i I like that i don't want to go roll around and like fungus but you gotta do what you gotta do it's alien fungus so like who knows what else it will do? Yeah. You could grow another head. Oh, wait. The oh. radiation did that. <laughs> no. But, yeah, like, I think it's really neat. And NASA, NASA only recently started doing this. Like, they recently discovered this within the last, I think it was, like, six years. And have, like, gotten into it. And, like, that's where doing the research, like, testing the samples and stuff, they've realized, like, this is directly converting the radioactive shit that it's eating into chemical energy so it is eating it like that's the crazy that's the craziest part to me like plants photosynthesize and they came up with a new term um radiosynthesize makes yeah. sense radiosynthesis is what these fungus fungi do and, like that's just mind-blowing to me it blows me away when things adapt that quickly on Earth, like in our time, because this wasn't a thing. We didn't have it's because this. Because it's alien fungus. True, true. Maybe aliens did this to their own worlds and like they're trying to save us from ourselves because they know the destruction that it causes and what it'll do. And they're trying to prevent us from making the same mistakes. Yep. But everyone's scared of aliens. Honestly, kind of me included also I just, because I don't want to be probed. of the fourth kind. No, I love that movie. I know. I feel like we've talked about we it have. already, but no, that movie freaked me the fuck out, and I've only seen it once, and I refuse to watch it again because I'm so scared. <laughs> but I tell myself that aliens are nice and won't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> to make myself less scared of them because I don't want to be scared of aliens. You want aliens to come and you'd be like, yo. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of similar to um, how I feel about sharks. Because, like, I love sharks. You know I love sharks. Any- pretty much anyone She's who- She's wrapped in a shark blanket right now. <laughs> pretty much anyone who knows me knows that I love sharks. But you fucking best believe if I see a shark swimming in the ocean next to me, I'm going to be having a... You have a healthy respect for them. ...panic attack and be trying to... And sometimes when I go in the ocean, I'm like, shit, I'm going to... There's... Is there sharks in here? Are there there sharks? Is that a shark? Yep. I just felt something touch my foot. Was that a shark? Um, But, yeah, I still love sharks. So... Like, I just tell myself, like, I'm like, yeah, if if that's how I go, that's how I go. Yeah. So it's kind of similar. If aliens take you. If, if aliens take you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess a lot of the time they wipe your memory, so. Maybe. Hope any aliens out there, if you decide, if you're in, if you're high enough to, um. To, be, get to decide to be included in the decisions of who you abduct for whatever reason that you abduct people like don't pick her but also like if, if you, you do... need to pick me if there's something about me that you just need please wipe my memory so i don't and like wipe like do a very good job of it yeah don't leave those little bits that like have the like i'll facts. still have like dreams yeah don't want them yeah no i have enough weird dreams don't blank slate yes 
please and thank you. I I appreciate it. Yeah, I would just appreciate. Like, don't take me at all. Don't take me. Take her. <laughs> so, I'm good. <laughs> I don't really like Earth, but I would also prefer to like live here than there. Where? I don't know. That's a problem. <laughs> I have a very hard time with my control issues and situations. I don't know what's happening. Well, that's that's Chernobyl, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, also, I have to say this just one time. Chernobyl. Why? Because every time I say it fast, it comes out as Chernobyl. And Chernobyl, 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 happen. Chernobyl. Chernobyl, Chernobyl. Yeah, it's Chernobyl. <laughs> Sure. Yep. Okay. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, you should keep listening. If this is if this is the first, oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> if this is the first episode you're listening to, you should listen to our other episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I had more that I was gonna say, but I can't remember now because I fucked up too many times. But yeah, um, if you're enjoying this, um, please rate and review us. We would greatly appreciate it. We want any and all feedback that we can get. Also, who doesn't like receiving compliments? Yeah, neither of us do. It makes (laughs) us feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not good with compliments. (laughs) If you have any story, if you have any theories, yeah. Email us, altcultnationpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our website, altcultnationpodcast.com. It has links to everything related to us, all of our podcasts. Yes. Eventually, when I have time and the motivation, I'm going to add a page that's like our sources that we use for each episode because we're usually like, yeah you want to learn more but we like don't have that yet yeah i'm working on it we'll get there yeah but yeah just uh keep listening if you're enjoying it we're gonna keep making episodes yeah we have fun yeah so uh okay bye